Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. It is KISS 104.1, Atlanta's R&B, that new home of the Frank Ski Show. Frank Ski, Nina Brown. Mm-hmm. Nina Brown, yes, we got sir. a very special guest slash family member. Special indeed. On the show right now, ladies and gentlemen. I need y'all to pay attention. His name is Ed Long Jr., a licensed third-generation minister with more than 20 years of experience in faith-based community service. He is a former senior director of student ministries at New Birth Missionary Mm -hmm. Baptist Church under the leadership of his father, spiritual pioneer and international visionary, Eddie L. Long. He is the guy who is frequently called upon to minister around the country at various events. His youth and entertaining presence, along with his sensitive understanding of the Word of God and candid delivery of the gospel, afforded him to speak at places like World Changes with Creflo, Megafest with Bishop T.D. Jakes, the Crenshaw Christian Center with Dr. Fred Price. He does so much speaking to youth around the world. He's also a recipient of a big award with the Frank Ski Kids Foundation. Son of a Bishop is his new book, Transforming Your Mind. He's a certified relationship coach who devotes his time to mentoring youth, young adults, and couples who have the desire to lead a positive life by growing physically, spiritually, socially, and economically. Son of a Bishop is the name of his new book, and he is in the studio, Ed Long Jr. My guy. My guy. How you feel, baby? I'm feeling great. I mean, after that introduction, it's time for me to go home. It's all. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Man, I could have done that. Man, you know, it's really uh, special for me, and I know Nina can relate to this. I've I've known you for over 20 years. Come on, man, really. Really, like my whole life, since Stevenson. When y'all was calling the games and recapping Friday night football on the Monday yeah. mornings. Yeah, and I, I've seen you transform, bro. I've seen you, you know, the preacher's son, and, you know, you was doing gospel hip-hop before gospel hip-hop was gospel hip-hop. Come on, man. You was one <laughs> of the first. I'm, I'm glad we got that recorded. <laughs> yes. You know, I guess, why a book? You know, it, it, it's time. You feel me? Concerning my family, concerning my father, concerning myself. I once heard a therapist say, if it, if it won't matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes pondering on it. Mm. And the 15th of this month, two days from now, will mark five years from my dad's transition. Wow. Okay. And so his life, how it imp- impacted us, and, and just everything that comes with it, it definitely mattered more than five years from now. It's a legacy thing. Mm-hmm. And so I took five years to mourn, to cry, mm. to be upset, to ask why, to forgive, to go through all of these steps, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole emotional swing to now be able to pin something that if I'm out of here tomorrow, folks can understand who I am. Yeah. And the ministry, the work that God was doing in my life and still doing is written now. Okay. Is the word. Man. I mean, speaking of the book, Son of a Bishop, I miss your dad so much. Mm. Like, he was truly my spiritual mentor. And I have never met anyone like him. Like, just someone who can just speak to people the way he would preach. Mm. You know what I mean? It was, there was, there's no comparison. Wow. And we miss him. 
so much. And I know you do, <laughs> that too. That made two of us. That's what I was about to say, yeah. So what is the, it's called Son of a Bishop. So how much do you get into, is it more personal? Is it more like growing up as a as a son of, of Eddie Long? What What is the book actually about? It's all that. Okay. You, you feel me? It, it's all encompassing. It's, it's a biography or autobiography, of course. The same time I am sharing the stories and the lessons that I learned from my father. Mm. Some unique things. See, as you mentioned, he was your spiritual mentor, et cetera. Many call him a spiritual father, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But my siblings and I were the only ones that were actually in the house. Mm. And so when you're in your father's house, there's some, some lessons and some intangibles that everybody else can't get. Mm -hmm. But because so many people viewed him as a father, this book empowers him to steal father from his transition mm -hmm. and allow these lessons to be taught to parents so parents can parent more transparently. You feel me? Yeah. And then for offsprings, youth, young adults, etc., to learn these lessons. I mean, it's still a, a myriad of people out here who don't have that connection with their father, mm. but hopefully this book can father them. Mm. We have got in the studio Ed Long Jr., son of the late, great Bishop Eddie Long. He's got a new book. It's called Son of a Bishop. There's so much I got to ask you. Yeah, well, let's go there. You know, and, and, and one of the things I want to ask you when we come back from the break, I, I often worry, even with my own kids, mm -hmm. about sharing myself too much with other people. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't ever want my kids to feel like my dad gave so much to other yeah. people that there was something he left out of my life. And, and I want to ask you about that. And if you ever felt that, you know, how, how does a parent handle that, especially a parent that is dedicated mm -hmm. to service from the perspective of the son of a bishop. We got more coming up. It's KISS 104.1, Atlanta's R&B. It is KISS 104.1, Atlanta's R&B, Frank Ski Show, Nina Brown, and we are joined by Ed Long Jr., son of Bishop Eddie Long. He's got a brand new book, The Son of a Bishop. You know, uh, before the break, I told you I had a question I wanted to ask you. You know, um, your father had this way of really injecting himself um, very emotionally into people's lives to where people became very um, open mm. and were able to be vulnerable and express their true feelings, how they were doing and everything to him because he just had that that magic. And I remember early on in our relationship, um, he would call me son. As our relationship and I got older and our relationship got older, then I would have the phone calls, let's go meet for lunch. And we became a friend, but it was started like a son. And I always wondered, how did that make y'all feel as his kids to have to share your dad with so many people? You know, man, it, it's um, it's one of those things initially for me when I was young. Mm -hmm. I relished in it because I had like all these brothers, mm -hmm. if you will. Okay. But as I got old, especially into my teens and young adult years, I hated it. I'm just going to be honest with you. I hated it because it became competition. Mm. You feel me? Mm. And, you know, I, I'm the firstborn, but I never had my my dad. So, you know, when you look at the natural progression of your child, of your, of your children, the first child has the parent, then the younger siblings come along, etc. But for me, it wasn't like there was always people in the picture since my conception. And so I developed that level of resentment because here were people who were my peers a little younger, a little older, who had stories with my dad that I didn't have. Mm. And so that's the part there that started to really mm. upset me. Mm. I struggled to accept that this is who Pop was. But I talk about it in the book. I talked about how I was able to navigate through these things and progress 
to get here. Now, my dad, you know, he, he was one that was, he was going to shower you with gifts. And it got to a point for me that that was like pacifying. Mm -hmm. It wasn't your love language. No, nah, it, it wasn't. And to this day, it's not. You feel me? I'll take some gifts, etc. My wife listening, so I don't, I don't want her to think <laughs> opposite of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, it's for me, it's those experiences that time. Because here's the thing, in his transition now, this book is not about the stuff. This book, I'm talking about the experiences and the lessons. Yeah. That's the intangible. Yeah. You follow me? Mm -hmm. And that's the, the more that you as a father, yeah. as other fathers who are uh, establishing legacy for their children, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Because doing life together allows you to have that introspective vision as to what your children are into, what they got going on, what they're struggling with, all that kind of stuff. It's value yeah. in that. What's what's the thing that you remember, even from a kid, the, the most special moment you ever had with your dad? Wow. Now, the antithesis to what I just said is that I got a couple of special moments. Uh, I don't want to talk about any that are in the book. You know, the end of my father's life was parallel to the beginning of our life together. Mm. When I was young, before we came to Newburgh, three, four, five, six years old was when Pop used to throw on them running shorts and we'd go out in the old National Park yeah. and run the track, work out together. Mm. We had just, you know, set up the camera on Friday nights and just do all these home videos. And then he blew up. And it wasn't until the end of his life that we got back to doing those wow. things. You feel me? Wow. And so how it started is how it ended. You feel me? In mm. the middle is what made me value that end so much more. Mm. I always wonder um, when people transition, in my opinion, too soon. Like, I know God has a plan for everyone, but mm -hmm. sometimes you're like, we needed him a little bit longer. Do you feel like he felt that he wasn't done? Or do you feel like he felt like, okay, I'm good with, you know, the work that I've done here on earth and I'm at peace with transitioning? Pop was never satisfied. Mm. He, he was never satisfied. We did something. He's revisiting how we can do it better, bigger, stronger. You know, we having service at the Georgia Dome. We having this over right. here at Phillips Arena. We're doing all these things. Yeah. He was never satisfied. You know, he was discussing. Pop was running staff meetings from the bed and couldn't even move mm. up until his transition. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? He was never done. And it's his voice, which is, which is needed right now. Yeah, Pop was the voice for not just the state, the city, the nation, but he was that calming, directional voice for the world. Mm. He knew that. We need him now. You know, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I got to ask you, you know, what it was like going through that negative, traumatic time mm -hmm. at the end mm -hmm. with all the allegations that were coming out. You know, I want to know what the perspective was from you being his son, mm -hmm. how that affected you. Yes, sir. All right. We're going to take a quick break with KISS 104.1, Atlanta's R&B. It is KISS 104.1, Atlanta's R&B, that new home of the Frank Ski Show, Frank Ski and Nina Brown. We are joined by Ed Long Jr., the brand new book. When does the book come out? Today. Wow. Amazing. And this is significance about today. Today is the 28th anniversary of my dad being consecrated as a bishop. Wow. That's, it, it, I mean, it's boom, boom, boom. And so we're holding it at Ray of Hope because that's the original new birth, the first building he built. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Paul Morton, shout out to Paul Morton, he gave me an insert for the book, Bishop Paul Morton, and T.D. Jakes preached that consecration. And so it's just very significant to go back there because that's where the oil is. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be there 7 o'clock tonight. People can order the book right now. It's available on Amazon. You can download it and read it today while you're at work or working from home. Okay. <laughs> or you can order it and it'll be in your 
your mailbox. You can pull up on us tonight, 7 o'clock, and uh, listen. At Ray of Hope, Ray which of Hope. is at 2778 Snap Finger Road in the deck. Decatur, Shawty. Decatur, where is greater. Before the break, I, I told you I wanted to ask you, there, there came a time where they were vicious allegations against your father. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of negativity in the press. I remember that I was on the air. You know, my comment was, that's my friend. And I remember, like, dude, being in South Africa and turning on the TV in South Africa and seeing a picture of your dad. And then they put up a picture of me, mm. you know, as being the supporter, you know, and I'm in Africa. And I'm like, wow, this man is news like all over the world. Mm-hmm. How did it feel to have that news, that negativity, that cloud over you all as a family? So many feelings, Frank. You know, I'm glad you just told that story because I can imagine it was polarizing for you during that time to stand with a friend but be under various pressures as well. You Mm. feel me? Mm. And so for me, my innate response was to stand with my father. Mm -hmm. And for parents who are listening, what you sow into your children that's what comes up and out when we're faced with opposition. My dad put so much in us that that was the innate, didn't even have to think about it, response. But be honest with you, coupled with that was intense anger. If it wasn't for John Gray, I would probably be locked up right now. Mm. Are you serious? Man, listen, I had a Springfield Armory, 9mm. I was eating right below John's apartment or condo at the time. I didn't even know that this had happened. These news had, had broken. John came down and he said, are you okay? And I said, what are you talking about? Mm. I'm sitting at the bar. I look up to the screen and I see this report running. Then I get a call from my dad. I answer. I said, what's going on? He said, oh, you know how you talk. We need to meet, son. And so then I'm just filled with all this anger. And I know where they live. You feel me? I work with them. I was finna go to some people's houses. And pull up. You feel what I'm saying? Because at that time, young Dirty Bishop didn't play about it. I remember him. <laughs> I remember him very well. You feel me? And so. And John Gray stopped you. John Gray. He looked at me and said, bro, you ain't going nowhere. I said, man, I got to take a ride, man. Nah, nah, nah. You're not going nowhere. And so I appreciate him because in that moment I had wild rage that was unrelenting because people are connected to my father, but people still got bills to pay. People with this and that. And I'm in the mindset of how can you turn your back on this man who was there for you? What people may have not considered is that this man had a family. When I hear allegations about people to this day, I say it often. When people run away from a person, I learn how to be the guy that runs to you. So for anybody listening right now, for me, that's what the gospel is. is not to bail on someone, regardless of what the circumstance may be, but to run to them with the love of Christ. We hear stuff about a Trey songs and a R. Kelly and this person and that, and regardless of what is accused, alleged, or maybe even done, when a person is at their worst. That's prime time for God to show himself. And that's what I've learned through this process. We're going to take some calls. Tony, go right ahead. Hey, man, I just want to say, man, I thank God for this brother's father because I was born Muslim and I used to listen to his father bring that word. And God used him to allow me to pick up that Bible and have a closer relationship. So I want to say from a man that used to be in the nation of Islam and used to be a Muslim, God used that powerful man of God to allow me to put that Quran down and pick up that Bible. Now I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Ed, how can people get the book again? www.edlongjr.com edlongjr.com or just run over to Amazon. Type in Son of a Bishop. Son of a Bishop. Ed Long Jr. And uh, you can download it 
or to come straight to your house through delivery. Or they can meet you at uh, Ray of Hope tonight, 2778 Snapfinger Road. You'll be doing a book signing. They can also purchase the book there, and that's at 7 o'clock tonight. Pull up on me. Pull up. Yeah. <laughs> Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24.